بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته سورة الرعد and سورة إبراهيم سورة الرعد its central theme is that truth is strong and enduring and will last and falsehood is weak and temporary and will vanish the surah takes us through a journey through the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation showing us many of his signs and impressing on us his power and ability it starts off Allahu alladhi rafa'a as-samawati bi ghayri 'amadin tarawnaha thumma istawa 'ala al-'arsh wa sakhkhara ash-shamsa wal-qamar kullun yajri li ajalin musamma yudabbiru al-amra yufassilu al-ayati la'allahum bi liqa'i rabbihim tuqinun it is Allah who raised the heavens without pillars that you can see. Then he established himself above the throne and made subject the sun and the moon, each running its course for a specified term. He arranges each matter. He details the sign that you may, with the meeting with your Lord, be certain. And it is he who has spread the earth and placed therein firmly set mountains and rivers and from all of the fruits he had made therein mates. He causes the night to cover the day. Indeed, in this are signs for people who give thought. Much of the opening surah is about the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in particular, the contrasting nature of the signs which he has created. Altogether, there are around 32 separate contrasting phenomena mentioned in this surah. Uh, such as open speech, hidden thoughts, fear, aspiration, willing, compelled, benefit, harm, truth, falsehood, provision in this world, uh, the, the hereafter, sun and the moon, uh, what the wombs conceal and what is miscarried. So many contrasting aspects of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation right from the opening verses. Altogether, around 32 different pairs of contrasts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is emphasizing to us that He is the true Lord. He is the true deity. Only He has the power and ability to bring together these contrasting natural phenomena. There's really a key verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Lahu da'watul haqq. To Him alone is the supplication of truth. When you come to the realization that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone has the power and the ability to create these things, to Him alone should all dua be made. To Him alone should all prayers be directed. Now one of the most important uh, phenomena or one of the most important examples given in this verse, in this surah, is verse 17. أَنزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَسَالَتْ أَوْدِيَةٌ بِقَدَرِهَا فَاحْتَمَلَ السَّيْلُ زَبَدًا رَابِيَةً وَمِمَّا يُوْقِدُونَ عَلَيْهِ فِي النَّارِ ابْتِغَاءَ حِلْيَةٍ أَوْ مَتَاعٍ زَبَدٌ مِثْلُهُ كَذَلِكَ يَضْرِبُ اللَّهُ الْحَقَّ وَالْبَاطِلِ فَأَمَّا الزَّبَدُ فَيَذْهَبُ جُفَاءً وَأَمَّا مَا يَنْفَعُ النَّاسَ فَيَمْكُثُ فِي الْأَرْضِ كَذَلِكَ يَضْرِبُ اللَّهُ الْأَمْثَالَ We said the central theme of this surah is that truth is enduring and falsehood vanishes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now gives two examples from his creation to illustrate this, to illustrate this uh, difference between haqq and batil, truth and falsehood. One is the water which comes down from the sky. 
The translation of the verse, He sends down from the sky rain, and valleys flow according to their capacity, and the torrent carries a rising foam. The water which comes down from the heavens and flows down the valleys, often on the surface you find foam and scum, and that's what attracts people's attention, and that's worthless, that has no value. But that scum and that foam vanishes eventually, and what comes to the fore is the beneficial water, which is the real substance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now drawing a comparison that falsehood is like that foam. It attracts people's attention, it's on the surface, but it vanishes, it doesn't last. And what comes to the fore is the water, the beneficial knowledge, the truth, which benefits people. Another example, uh, continuing the translation of that verse, and from that ore which they heat in the fire, desiring adornments and utensils, is a foam like it. Thus Allah presents the example of truth and falsehood. As for the foam, it vanishes, being cast off. But as for that which benefits the people, it remains on the earth. Thus does Allah present examples. The ore which is heated in furnaces, the ore around the precious metal, it melts away and is left and, and, is, and disappears. What remains is the precious metal which benefits people. Another example similar to the water and the foam. There is a verse in this surah which is for every seeker of happiness, which is of course every single human being. Allah bi dhikrillahi Verily, in the remembrance of Allah do hearts find rest. There is a part of your heart, a void, which can only be filled with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you try and fill it with anything else, that void will remain and you will become even more miserable. Only in the remembrance of Allah do hearts find rest. The name of the surah Ra'ad literally means thunder. And it comes from verse 12 and 13. Continuing with this theme of contrasting aspects of Allah's creation, it is He who shows you lightning, causing fear and aspiration and generates the heavy clouds. When people see lightning, it causes two mixed emotions. Uh, fear from the sheer power and the thunder which comes, but also aspiration that will bring clouds and will bring, uh, will bring water to be able to irrigate the crops. وَيُسَبِّهُ الرَّعْضُ بِحَمْدِهِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ مِنْ خِيفَتِهِ وَيُرْسِلِ سَوَائِقَ فَيُصِيبُ بِهَا مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَهُمْ يُجَادِلُونَ فِي اللَّهِ وَهُوَ شَدِيدُ الْمِحَالِ And the thunder exalts the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the angels as well from fear of him and he sends down thunderbolts and strikes therewith whom he wills while they dispute about Allah and he is the severe in assault. Also the contrasting aspect of thunder, the fear it generates, but in fact, as uh, a hadith mentioned, it is uh, the result of the angels who are driving the clouds. Hence, whenever you hear thunder, it is from the practice of the companions of the Prophet ﷺ to say a specific glorification. Alhamdulillah <laughs> How glorified is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whom the thunder declares his perfection with his praise and so do the angels out of fear of him. 
Surah Ibrahim. The central theme of Surah Ibrahim is a declaration that the mission of the Prophets is to take people from the darkness of shirk to the light of iman, from the darkness of disbelief to the light of iman. The Surah begins Alif Lam Ra. كِتَابٌ أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكَ لِتُخْرِجَ النَّاسَ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ إِلَى صِرَاطِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَمِيدِ Alif Lam Ra This is a book which we have revealed to you that you might bring mankind out of darkness into the light by the permission of their Lord to the path of the exalted in might, the praiseworthy. Note how in this surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes darkness, ظُلُمَات, plural, because the false paths are many, countless, infinite number of false paths. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the truth, He speaks in the singular, ila nur, one light, the path of the Prophet and the path of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this surah gives a very famous example, one of the most famous parables or paragons in the Quran. Alam tara kayfa darab Allahu mathalan kalimatan tayyibatan kashajaratin tayyibatin asluha thabitun wa faru'uha fis sama. Have you not considered how Allah presents an example? making a good word like a good tree whose root is firmly fixed and its branches reach high into the sky. It produces its fruits all the time by permission of its Lord. And Allah presents examples for the people that perhaps they will be reminded. And the example of a bad word is like a bad tree uprooted from the surface of the earth, not having any stability. Allah keeps firm those who believe with a firm word in worldly life and in the hereafter. And Allah sends astray the wrongdoers. And Allah does what He wills. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah explains this example. The good word is like a good tree. Because just as a good tree yields good, healthy, delicious fruits, the good word also yields beneficial, healthy, good deeds. The good word being spoken about in this surah is of course the shahada. La ilaha illallah. There is none worthy of worship except Allah. Because ultimately all good deeds hidden or apparent emanate from this one belief, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. All of our good deeds emanate from this one word. Now the roots firmly fixed refer to the shahada being deeply embedded in the hearts of the believers. The shahada is deeply embedded in our hearts, just like a tree, a tree's roots is deeply embedded in the soil. The branches reaching to the sky refers to the good deeds which are raised up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The result of this goodly word, the shahada, are good deeds. And these good deeds are raised up to the sky like branches as good deeds are raised up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet said, Tell me about a tree that resembles the Muslims, the leaves of which do not fall in summer or winter and give its fruit all the time by the leave of its Lord. Ibn Umar uh, uh, said, I thought of the date palm tree, but felt shy to answer when I saw that Abu Bakr and Umar did not answer. And when they did not give an answer, the Prophet indeed said, He and Nakhla, it is the date palm tree. The evil tree is disbelief. It is compared to an evil tree for, uh, for many reasons. First of all, it has no firm basis 
It has no solid foundation upon which it, which it is built. Disbelief is simply uh, superstition, traditions passed down generation after generation, having no firm roots. Also, an evil tree, it does not have high branches which reach up to the sky. Similarly, the person who disbelieves their good deeds will not be reaching up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will not accept their good deeds. There is a very important verse in this surah which should be a principle for our life. And remember when your Lord proclaimed, If you are grateful, I will surely increase you in favor, but if you deny, indeed my punishment is severe. It's a principle in life when you show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you recognize that the blessings you have are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives you more. So a Muslim should never be ungrateful, should never really be moaning. Whatever little you have, be grateful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you that. And don't look at people above you in terms of materialistic things, look at people below you. And when you're grateful for what you have, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you more. As Muslims, we are definitely the cup is half full rather than the cup is half empty type of people. The surah then describes shaitan declaring himself free from people and declaring himself innocent from people's actions yawm al-qiyamah. When people try and claim that it was shaitan who misguided them, he will simply declare that all he did is call them and suggest to them and it was people themselves who made their own decisions. The name of the surah, Surah Ibrahim, comes from the fact that Ibrahim alayhi salam, his du'as are mentioned in this surah. رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِن ذُرُّيَّتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءِ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ My Lord, make me an establisher of prayer and from my descendants, our Lord, and accept my supplication. Our Lord, forgive me and my parents and the believers on the day the account is established. One thing we can subhanAllah reflect on is that Ibrahim alayhi salam, his great status, he still turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asking him for istikhama, asking him to be of those who establish the prayer. And he also makes dua for his children and his descendants. There is no element of complacency. Ibrahim alayhi salam is the most prolific person, prophet in the Quran in terms of making dua. He is described as making 16 duas altogether throughout the Quran. 11 of them are for the religious welfare of his family and his descendants. That's an important lesson for us parents out there. The most important step when preserving the religion of your children and your descendants and wanting your legacy to continue is to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just like Ibrahim alayhi salam. Hada wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa